Racing Pulse heads to the weekend, finding you plenty of winners. On Racing Pulse, it's Gator's Game Plan. Yes, it is that time of the week where David Gately finds us all of the winners and he gives us his highlights. Uh, Gator's Game Plan is presented by the Flemington Racing Spectacular, which continues on Saturday, Super Saturday, for the Group 1 New Longstud Stakes, New Longstud Newmarket Handicap, I should say. Book now at vrc.com.au. How are you, Gator? Well, Michael, you? Very well indeed. What a mouth-watering meeting at Flemington we've got. Yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, what's going to happen with the new market the last couple of years? We've been thrown a bit by the races being more dominated on the inside section. So, um, you know, the key hopes have drawn out, most of them. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see one unfold. No doubt that is your Group 1 highlight for the weekend, and it's one of the trickiest races as well. What's your, your recent analysis and data of big fields down the Flemington Strait and how they've played out? Yeah, well, I mean, if you go on the last few meetings, um, it's generally middle of the track and beyond, you know, outside of the juvenile races. So, um, you know, we've fallen for this one before, though, and certainly at this meeting. So I'm, I'm cautious and wary, um, but I have to believe recent history and, um, you know, I've gravitated to those drawn out. To be honest, it wouldn't matter really where I wish I win Drew. I think that last run was just phenomenal um you just don't see those sort of sectionals uh, much in horse racing um so i think he picks himself mm. are you happy with the horses and the area he is drawn um because there's a good speed on the inside as well and uh, there's a, a couple of different favored runners that are drawn in in totally different positions on the track yeah indeed um and, you know, again, I'm mindful of what the last two years, the, the race has been one near the inside. And last year, the trifecta was about a billion to one, I think. Um, so, look, if it was an exact science, um, I'd be living with you up in Brighton. But, um, <laughs> no, we're, uh, we're back down the coast a bit. Uh, we're a couple of suburbs away. Don't worry about that. Sure. Uh, yep. <laughs> who is the main danger then to why I wish I win in your mind? I think it's the three-year-olds. You know, they keep measuring up. One of them just won a lightning beating. I wish I win in Cool and Gatta. You have to think in secret the better horse than Cool and Gatta. So, you know, she's going to be really hard to beat. And Bodice Notcha, too, um, I tipped at a price in the lightning. And he ran well, another three-year-old. But um, as it turns out, the 1,000 metres and his lack of experience, I think, was pretty costly. He, he didn't quicken. I wish I win sale by him. But he picked up his last. His last hundred was lovely work. Um, you know, so I think he's a good um, chance to give him the three kilo swing. And I wish I went out to twelve hundred. So nowhere near out of it. Um, look, as I say, I wish I went picked himself. But I think the three odds, one of notches in secret and lofty strike are big dangers. I privatised the one out of those drawn near the inside. Uh, so, but he's got to give them more weight, doesn't he? Which is a challenge. But, uh, look, he did thrash last year's Newmarket winner when he was first up last prep, and he did it with 60 kilos. He's, he's a proper horse. Is 58 kilos too hard? Is that too tough a task? You've got to be, you've got to be bloody good to win a Newmarket with 58, like a, a Haylist or a Black Caviar. Yeah, I mean, he is very good. Um, he's not Black Caviar, but no one is. Uh, he's not Haylist either, but not many are. 
Um, but look, he gave Rock and Horse, uh, who won the VRC Classic and beat Lofty, Lofty Strike and Giga Kick, um, he sailed by that horse in the Gilgai first up last from in. And not only did Rock and Horse win that VRC Classic, of course, he won this race last year. So, um, look, I, I do wish he drew wider. Uh, if for him, if I was backing him, I wish it was level weight, you know, or, or weight for age. But um, he's still well and truly in the picture, I think. Last year it was won by 101 outsider. Who's the roughie in the race that could be in the finish? Yeah, look, I'm not sure it's, it's that sort of race this year, assuming the track plays uh, evenly. Um, I'm, I'm really struggling to, to see outside of uh, the big guns um, who could you know be right in the finish. Out of those in my top five, uh, I think Bonus Notches and, and Marzu at 12 and $16 respectively are really good value for, um, for some multis and you know, to race a lot to play some exotics. You know, Tab have got their same race multi uh, kicking off this week as well. Um, so there's some options there for punters, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's the highlight, no doubt. Um, who's your key horse this week? Yeah, I think they've got you, They've decided to miss the Coolmore. Um, she drew wide there, and they're going to stick to her own age group, not her own sex, but um, no worries with the fillies against the males. Uh, she was pipped, obviously, in that four-way go first up. But as I said, she was first up at 1,400. She won a T-Row second of last trip. I think she'd be fitter. She's got a win over in secret. Um, she's high class. So race six, number seven, Zugotcha, will be our uh, uh, first magnet on the board, I think. Yeah, and... I mean, the Phillies dominate. The, the top four in the market in that far lap are Phillies, including Call Die, who was your unlucky runner a few weeks ago. Yeah, she was terrific. I think this daughter of Samantha Mist will really make it as a racehorse. Um, still very much learning her craft. And I do wish it was 1,600, not 1,500 for her. Um, but as uh, so win, lose or draw on Saturday, uh, I think she's got a really nice uh, future. I'd love to see her... Um, She'll probably head to a race like the binary, I guess, but um, looks a perfect race for her. With Zagotcha coming out of the Coolmore, it's now 5.50 the field. Is the Coolmore your tough race, the long division? Yeah, it is. Um, and again, look, I'm going with the three-year-olds. I mean, they, they keep measuring up, don't they? So, you know, until I'm proven otherwise, uh, I'm going to keep trying to make money off them. And uh, Ruthless Dame's last two runs have been exceptional. You'd have to think... Well, let's just say you can argue the case. She beats Jackano first up with a softer run. Um, Jackano then beats the older horses, a group one weight for age. Then was a month between runs, covers ground again in the in the surround and uh, in, and still gets by in secret and zoo gotcha. So I think she measures up. Espiona's not out of it at all. Brilliant win last time. She drops to 51 kilos. Um, you've got Ana Visto there. They'll make her work, though, from the draw. She can get keen. That's my concern. Hoping your heart's a river. Uh, hinged. Not easy with 57, but she's in the mix. She loves some rain. Won't happen. And my best roughly there, she's a, bolter, a belter. So I think there's a couple um, there in the Coolmore. Again, a race. You know, when your top pick's $9 and your second pick's, uh, what is it, um, around uh, a similar mark, and that's when the exotics come into play. Yeah, the Gator Army's come, Gator. Ruthless Dane's now seven fifty. Okay. Yep. No, I think in, look. I think uh, she's there to run really well. She's drawn to get a nice run. Um, I'm a believer. 
you know, her in, in the last run. And sometimes I'm a slow learner, but, uh, you know, she's right there. And, and Benedetta last week, I think these are, are really pushing the in-secrets for, for top billing in the Phillies uh, division. Just got an SMS saying that Cool Die will be running tomorrow uh, in the Kembla Grange Classic. It's the $4 favourite. I don't know if you've had a look at that race, but um should be hard to beat there um, at Kembla Grange tomorrow. Um, who's the D-Day horse this week? Yeah, look, I'm going to go with Steel City, and it's probably a bit unfair, really, for her, given... Is she you out? Know, she, uh, yeah, well, what? Is she what out? What's the question? Has she got out yet? <laughs> I thought you meant out as in scratched. I'm like, what have oh. I missed here? <laughs> um, no, she's, uh, no, she hasn't got out. She, by the time she was clear, they were putting the ribbon around little Bryce's neck in the mounting yard. But um, she, uh, yeah, so we don't know what was under the bonnet. You know, I'm hoping it was a lot, given her previous form and, and the blinkers and 1,200. A good race, lead up to the slipper, you'd expect nothing less. But I have to stick with her, and I will. Um, but, it's t- you know, I think it's time to stand up. Just give her a clear running if we're good enough. Let's see if she can do it. Yeah. If she does win, does she become a very realistic slipper contender a week later? She's $21 right now for the Golden Slipper. Well, look, she's right. She's been right on the heels of two that are at the top of the market. So, you know, I don't think you need to be um, a guru to work out that she's in the conversation. It's the level of improvement that's going to be the key. And, and I thought she looked a blinker horse from pretty early on. Uh, they saved it up for the grand final, inverted commas, the blue diamond, and... Um, Unfortunately, we didn't get to see what, what was under the bonnet as reference there. So we do on Saturday. Um, if she has improved with the blinkers and she's strong at 1200 then, you know, $21 has to be a, a big price given uh, those she's been competitive with are much, much shorter. Let's hope Barry One is uh, a good gate for her uh, on Saturday and she does get to see some clear air. Who's your night watchman this week? I'm going to go with Meridius. I'm surprised he's not favourite in the last. I'm not upset about it because I think he's there to run a terrific race. And he didn't really quicken first up, but those short sprint trips aren't his go. I loved his last 100 metres as well in the Zetative stakes. He gets to 1,400 in a pretty thin three-year-old race relative to what he's been contesting. And, um, yeah, I'll be surprised if he's not uh, in the finish on Saturday. There's a few SMSs coming through here. Hey, Gator. Has In Secret drawn perfectly in the new market on Saturday? Um, are you happy with that middle draw? Gives options for In Secret, gate eight? Yeah, 100%. I mean, as I say, I mean, I can't tell you before the races um, how the track will, will play, um, but I'm assuming it'll play like it has been in recent times. And, um, you know, she drew a similar gate, didn't she, when she was dominant winning the Coolmore, beat bonus notches that day. So, um, yeah, I think it's the perfect draw. And, you know, give them all clear running and let the best horse win is my theory. Hey, Gator, is protagonist a winning chance first up in Sydney? And right you are, looks a great price. Can he make it five on end? That's from John. So protagonist is this uh, international galloper from the William Haggis stable, who uh, has his Australian debut with J-Mac on board in the Sky High Stakes in Sydney. Yeah, look, protagonist is an interesting one. Um, he's uh, been a pretty handy horse at home, brings been some pretty strong form lines, doesn't he? Um, I was looking for a bit of a market push. Um, I'm not sure it's come as yet as I look up, but... Um, I certainly keep a close eye on things. It's, look, I put it this way: I think it's a reasonably winnable assignment with respect. Is that 
few holes in the form, and there's a few, um, you know, at the top of the market that arguably are much stronger on wetter, gra- uh, wetter tracks. So, um, yeah, protagonist uh, does create interest. And what was the other horse? Um, right, you are. Who's been flying? Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's airborne, isn't he? I don't think you need, um, you know, he'll be at the top of the market, and, you know, rightly so, he keeps winning. He's got to come up another notch. He's got to come up three kilos, so they're genuine queries. You know, he's got to run down Maraschino, who I think is pretty handy. Um, but again, you've got really classy horses like uh, Regal Power first up. He's never won first up. Emissary's a good horse, but he's generally better first up than second up. And Vow and Declare was a really good return behind Right You Are, but he comes back 100 metres. That can't be an advantage. So, again, you talk about holes in the opposition and their form. Um, it, it makes the case even stronger for Right You Are, if you, if you like. Um, there's a few shorties tomorrow in different states. We've spoken about Zugotcha. What you need, we get to see return at Flemington. Dollar eighty-five for this galloper from the Price Kent Junior Stable. Does does he 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 look the winner on paper to you? Well, if he runs to his debut, he's um, he's uh, you think he's uh, you know a Group One, Group Two horse. Uh, he was backed off the map to win it. He thrashed Lascars. Lascars was coming off a second to Giga kick. And uh, if, if the clock's your thing on the day, you know, he ran seven lengths faster than Nanagui. So she's a stakes class, really. Any day of the week. I mean, she won the Captain Teeps, didn't she? Uh, so his trial was good. Jump out. So, um, no, I'm a believer that he's a really good horse. So uh, happy, happy with him on top. Uh, this is an interesting SMS. Hey, Gator, as a student of this great game, when doing the form, how much do you consider and take note of a horse's will to win? For me, it's a critical factor. Uh, and looks a good race for Ayrton. What are your thoughts tomorrow? I 100% agree. You know, I've had much better judges than me tell me that um, they will take a will to win over natural ability 100 times out of 100. And it's probably not... Um, not dissimilar to humans and all the sports we um, uh, try our hands at collectively. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talented um, athletes out there, but sometimes it's the, the old D that gets the better of them, doesn't it? So I think the equine athletes have a similar profile. And, um, you know, when, when you're talking about, you know, hundreds of seconds, which you are in athletics, uh, that will to win that application is massive. Um, and again, I've forgotten the second part of that question. It's about Ayrton, and there's another SMS here. Does Ayrton just come out and smash this field and race eight on Saturday? I think Mick Price will uh, Quinella the race. Of course, he's got Visionari, who's first up as well. Um, it's a deep Shaftesbury Avenue. Do you like Ayrton tomorrow? Yeah, I do. I thought the trial was um, was exceptional. He just sat wide. He cruised up to them. Ears pricked. Uh, that's the real Ayrton, I think. If he runs to his last fresh run, I actually tipped him to beat I Wish I Win. And um, as it turns out, Wish I Win's a pretty good horse. Uh, this horse gave him two and a half kilos, sat wide, still nearly beat him. Um, his other four first up runs, he's won them all. So um, he'll get the dry track he needs. Look, there's no excuses, I don't think, for Ayrton on Saturday. No spider bites, um, hopefully. Uh, so happily on top. Um, there's a few other questions here. I'll just summarise. Um, did we actually get a, a tip from you in the end? You're on, yes, you're on Ruthless Dame in the Coolmore Classic, one of the other features in Sydney. 
uh, the two-year-old races. You've spoken about the fillies. Um, what do you make of Mahabas? Um, how the form line out of Flemington will, I suppose, level up to the Sydney form in the Pago Pago? Uh, look, he's well and truly in the mix. I think there was enough on the clock compared to his key rivals in Shinzo, bases loaded from that race in Sydney, that um, he's well and truly in the mix. What I also think is he'll be very strong at 1,200 metres. Uh, you look at that win up the straight, it took him 100 metres or so to, to build his momentum. And uh, when I see that, you know, and they get stronger and stronger, clearly uh, further won't bother them. So getting to 1,200 looks a plus. Obviously, he went straight by Princess Dohello there. She came out one last week. Uh, if you're a fan of form lines, you know, to, to help you build confidence into a, um, a race. Here's a good SMS. Hey, Gator. What did you make of, is it Vate or Vite? Is that what we're calling it? Um, its debut win um, steps up a lot in class in the size produce, but looks smart. It's a $3.30 favourite in the size produce. Yeah, she did look great, didn't she? Um, one by six. Interestingly, uh, beat a horse who was then, uh, so she beat the horse by six lengths. That horse was then two lengths and changed behind key rival here, Freak of Nature. So the form line's easy to to tie together. Of course, that horse that uh, Vite was able to beat uh, is in the race as well. So, look, it was a soft track. It was 1,200 metres, but um, couldn't have won any better. And, you know, if I was framing a market, you'd have to think uh, that horse is, is rightfully at, at the top of the conversations. Debenenko comes through the Blue Diamond, and who knows how close he would have got with clear running. You know, he, he, you can argue he may have won it. So, I think he's the wrong price. Dan Bear and, and Freak of Nature certainly in the mix as well. Hey, Gator, what chances uh, do you give Jenny Jerome in the 1,400-metre three-year-old race? I thought her last win at Ballarat was good. That's from Tony. So uh, that's in the last, and you've already mentioned Meridius in that race. Jenny Jerome's the $7 third favourite. Yeah, she did a good job. She beat the older mares, uh, males. She did it with 59 kilos. So it's, it's a, good, um, a good effort. Uh, her one go at 1,400, she was a narrow second to waltz on by, and she was excellent that day. So, uh, yeah, she's certainly in the mix, third pick. Hey, Gator, what did you make of Barb Raider's return run? Look, did enough. She gave them away. She's very genuine. She's won with a great will to win, and uh, she wasn't far away behind uh, the owners of this world and ran fast time. They did, so um, she'll be fitter um, and... Uh, Really good Flemington uh, mare, um, stable going well, a lot of ticks. Inspirational girls are horse that I'm struggling to, to get my head around in that race. The matron, uh, these Bob Peters horses who were superstars of another lifetime ago but have been racing pretty ordinarily since. Um, how do you rate her? Look, she jumped out pretty well behind Regal Power. They both went quite well, you know, without raving. If she can run on well in a Group 1 or stakes, um, fresh. Uh, in an on-pace, you know, moderately run relative to Group 1 class uh, and, and a second to Mr Brightside fresh last time in, then, oh, and she's beaten Zaki, by the way, then she can well and truly win um, any mare's race. So, I'd say the jump out was solid enough. Um, I, I, look, I've, I've got her in the early quaddy, uh, but um, not on top. V8 is how we say that uh, favourite in the size, of course, by Grunt. Yes, uh, well named. Uh, hey, Gator, uh, Gator, shock him over. Just looks immoral to me in race one at Flemington. Huge last start. Are you with him? 
She was a big run, wasn't it? Interestingly, the, the third horse went to Sandown Wednesday and won or yesterday. Uh, she's now third up this horse with a three kilo swing on Elverdon. So she's going to be really popular. Um, be interested to see what Sparkle can do. Uh, she's been good both runs back in better races. And uh, she was beaten about six lengths for one go at 2,000 metres in Japan. It was a stakes race, though. Um, so I think they're my main two with Independent Road, perhaps uh, the other one. They're, they're probably the three winning hosts, I think. Gee, you've been around the mark, having you go to, in recent weeks with a formula bet. Um, Imperatriz looked home, economics are placing, routes not far away. Um, who have we landed on for the world-famous parlay this week? Okay, so we're going a bit harder this week, Michael. Uh, we're going to go parlay two, three, and four. Mm. Now, for the Oz Racing family, I've done a suggested uh, bet of where you spend $25 per combination. So the total for a parlay two, three, and four with four legs is 275 bucks. So that's you know a bit steep for a lot of punters, but it's just monopoly money, so it's just a bit of fun. Um, for your own investment, uh, punters, you can obviously put whatever you want, you know, anything as low as $1, I think, for your your parlay. So whatever suits your budget. But um, for the sake of our Monopoly parlay play, uh, race two, Flemington, what you need? Flemington, race seven, I wish I win. Flemington, race eight, Ayrton. Flemington, race nine, Meridius. So if any two win, we get a, a little collect. Three win, you get a few combinations. If all four win, um, you won't see me next week. I'll be in Hawaii. Oh, I love it when you uh, pull your monopoly money out and have a crack. Uh, <laughs> so we've got the two, three, four parlay this week. Um, put a little syndicate together and uh, you can holiday with mates because I get the feeling you're ready to, to pounce this week, Gator. Uh, race two, what you need. Race seven, I wish I win. Race eight, Ayrton. And race nine, Meridius. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you could even throw Zagotcha in if you get really greedy uh, in Sydney as well. Uh, Gator, you enjoy the weekend. Look forward to seeing uh, you on the screens of Sky, and we'll do it all again next Monday. That we will. Thanks, mate.